Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This episode of Another Happy Pod is going to contain spoilers. If you've not experienced the content yourself, please go ahead and do so before coming back and listening to the boys ramble on about it. Thank you very much. The whole shed and shit, so I'm Hello, welcome to another happy pod, uh, the show where we discuss pop culture, keep things fresh, positive, and dripping with sweat. My name is Nathan, as always I'm joined by my uh, lovely and regular co-host, Miss Beth Taylor, how are you? Hell yeah, I'm good, thank you, how are you? Glad to be back. Yeah, yeah, good, good, yeah, I'm doing good, thanks, as As always. always. Uh, and we have a, a guest this week. Somehow some fuckhead has managed to work his way into the studio. Not quite mm, sure how yeah, he's got here. Hey, sign. guys. Yeah, but some fucking pedophile is here. Oh, come on. Hello, Lawrence. <laughs> Hi, guys. Good to be here. Thanks for inviting me in. Good uh, listener of the show. Uh, really enjoyed last week's episode. Yeah, I'm glad you um, could fit us in in your busy schedule. Well, I keep it. I keep it popping, Beth. I yeah. keep. I, I'm always up to something. So I'm. I'm. I. Yeah. You know, I, your people go in touch with my people, mm. um, and we made it work. And I'm happy to be here. Do you know, last week we was like 30 seconds away from recording, and then Lawrence texts me and like, "Oh, I'm in Spain. I can't do it." So just <laughs> you know, two, two incredibly factually <laughs> inaccurate fucking events happened in that so sentence. So unprofessional. Exactly. Whatever, yeah, Beth. Just, uh, terrible, terrible. All person. I'm saying, Lawrence, is <clears throat> I stepped up. Where were you? Yeah, where were you when they came, Lawrence? Yeah. I was in Spain. Nathan just exactly. said. <laughs> exactly. Right, boys, what are we talking about? Is it the boys? Oh, hey. Hey. Uh, we are talking about the boys, but Lawrence, uh, do you have anything you would like to ask us first of all? Cue theme song. Another happy question. Hello, everyone. It's time for a question. Um, right, I have one that I thought about literally 20 seconds ago, but I'm actually quite happy with it. So... Right, it stick with me because it's a bit. It might be a bit convoluted. Right, in the boys, the mm-hmm. TV show, people have been known to have 
you know, good powers, shit powers, borderline useless powers. Mm -hmm. Um, And also there is somewhat of a distinction between those that can have a prolonged lifespan and those that live a normal life, i.e. Homelander seems to age at a normal pace. Whereas people like um, Black Noir seem to be a little bit more extended in that regard. Um, Stormfront's life has been very, very prolonged. Um, Basically, some people can live longer um, and it doesn't seem to be dependent on power. However, this is the question. Would you rather have a prolonged life with a shit, I'm talking dog shit, useless power, like a like a really long penis but it's like forever <laughs> limp and you can't do anything with it <laughs> okay. um so like it's it's just you know useless um, but not as exciting yeah basically so so let's let's basically a really really long life or as you know as long as you want as preserved as you would like it to be mm-hmm. um with a useless power or would you rather have a great power like flying teleporting something something you could use every single day but live a shorter than expected human life's lifespan. When I'm you talking say like shorter, maybe sixty years. Sixty. Yeah, that's like your. That's like your. I, I like, like eighty is the norm uh, around uh, normally around humans. Like sixty is your like norms. So maybe you could okay. reach seventy. Maybe not. Okay. I know my well, answer already. To be fair, I but, yeah. I already know my answer as well. I'm not gonna lie. Well, that's Lawrence, not that's how it fun. works. We'll that's, get back no, to it. No, yeah, no, I, know. I know. I'm saying we'll get back to it, but I'm just gonna say that's pretty fucking easy. Um. All right. Anyway, <laughs> wow. let's let's get on with the uh the show. Beth, you watched the boys. I didn't know you watched the boys. How long have you been watching the boys? Are you new to the boys? Or are you old to the boys? Uh, I've actually been watching the boys since it first came out. Um. I don't watching know. the boys longer than me. How? When did it first come out? I can't. Uh, 2019. Oh, Jesus really? Christ. Seems really? Was it that? No. Yes, it was. Yep. Well, I, I never watched it like episode to episode when it was first released. Like it was probably maybe like a couple of weeks, maybe like a, basically it was all out. And I, could, I don't know how we got in. I started watching it with Ben. I don't know how we got into it. I couldn't tell you. Like those were hazy days. Maybe we come across it as like a recommendation or something. Um, it doesn't stick with me how I got into it, but yeah, I just remember when I first watched it because that was kind of like the first time, or at least the first time I've seen superheroes be painted in that kind of light. Yeah. Um, and it shot like that first episode with A Train. And well, yeah, she's... like the, it's like the first scene, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah, just gets fucking yeah. Run through. At, yeah. <laughs> at that point, I was pretty much hooked, like straight away, and I was like, "This is insane!" I loved it, and yeah. I love—I don't know what it is as well, but I love a good like southerner being portrayed on TV, and I like Carl Carl Urban a lot as Butcher, and I just—I <laughs> don't know—I just love, yeah, I love seeing like a proper Cockney british person yeah. with an ex- with an extremely believable accent yeah like um, it's so exaggerated but i love it because it's like every word's a c and it's i, I don't know i just find it quite jokes oh you can you can say it beth uh, welcome th- welcome to this podcast and yeah, you can say cunt here. okay yeah he says the cunt word quite a lot Woo-hoo! the uh, cunt word yeah. beth's letter yeah the cunt word <laughs> beth's let her hair down this week i had to convince nathan to watch this show because he thought it was for edgy incels i, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I do and I don't like. It, it, do you know what? It kind of gave. It gives me the same vibes a little bit better. 
well, it's way better than like don't look up in terms of believability, if that makes sense. Like if, yeah, if yeah. this was real life, it would not shock me if this is how things went down. The same way with how yeah. things happened in Don't Look Up. I don't think it's a great movie, but I get the premise of it. Like it doesn't surprise me. I think me. it is I think it is a little too on the nose at times. Like subtlety is out the window with this show. It's it's not really a yeah. thing. Like something happens in the show and you're like, Oh well that's obviously a thing that Trump did or the Kendall Kylie Jenner Pepsi commercial which is <laughs> fucking hilarious. Um yeah. but <laughs> yeah, there's not really the you know what it's poking song. fun at. The uh, yeah, that was just beat for beat fucking uh. the same thing. But I yeah, I I like it. Um th- there is still kind of that it is still a little try look at me I'm edgy sort of thing. It yeah. is still very much that. How, I, I like it it. It, it, it. I think it gets away with it cuz it toes the line. It pokes sides. It pokes fun at both sides. It's like it's I think not... it does. I don't think it does. Really? Yeah, people say it pokes fun at both sides and then I'm like all right, but what does it poke fun at in the left? Well, I think I think it, it has a lot of like. It, it, don't get me wrong; it's definitely not as forward as Homelander is. Literally, like basically all but wearing a MAGA hat. Um, like it's not it's he's not Trump. as far on the left. Yeah, um, he's it's not as far going like that as it is on the left. But it does it does go through quite a few themes of like nothing gets done the right way and like the way to make waves and and create meaningful change is through getting people riled up and the left's ideology of like playing by rules to an extent is just deeply flawed um like i wouldn't think that's making i don't think yeah maybe not poking fun fun. that's just a story element yeah i i i guess i see what you mean this is the thing I, i don't think it's making fun of the left at all i think there's there's little things that it does, like when they go to Vorland and there's like woke burgers and all that short sort of shit. But uh, <laughs> yeah. even then, I still think that's more pointing at like people not understanding that stuff and like trying to pander to it whilst not actually caring about it. And yeah. a lot of that comes across with Vaughn and like Ashley and all that sort of stuff as well. So I, I, people often say that it pokes fun at both sides, but if you think about it, I, I don't think it does. I don't think it does. Well, I think it's very more left wing than right wing. Uh, I would agree, but I like it because. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm right I, I like the show. <laughs> do you do you think it's got old Nathan in terms of like that in terms of that kind of like satirical nature of it? No, I I don't know if it's just me and that I'm like dis- desensitized to this stuff now because like when the show first started, like I was like, oh, this is different. This is this is great. You know, this is like. This thing, your grandpappy's superhero show, you know, like people have been <laughs> yeah. exploded, and there's fucking there's a penis and whatever, and it's it's you know it's it's fun. The penis. There's a, yeah, there's a penis. Um, um, but but now by this point, it's there's nothing new, and it doesn't have to be because that's the show, I guess. Um, but it's it's still just I feel like a lot of the times it's like. Look at this. Look at all this blood. Yeah. Look how cool we are. We'll say cunt. Fuck, fuck you, yeah. Marvel. Fuck you, Disney. We'll say cunt. Um, Superman isn't like this. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's got old, so to speak. I just think it hasn't. It hasn't reached the same heights. I think it was at its best when it did that kind of stuff in season it, two. It's just yeah, in a, not in an insulty way. It's just stagnant. Like it's gotten yeah. to a point and remained at that point. I think my best example of this, and I know I've talked to you about this quite a bit, Lawrence. 
is the hero gasm episode oh my because God. Yeah. from the moment season two ended, the boys' Twitter account was like, "Oh, by the way, season three, we're doing hero gasm. Get fucking hyped!" And then for like the past year and a half, two years, whatever long it's been, they've been like, "You're not ready for hero gasm. It's the most fucking insane batshit episode. Your mum." Your mum will, your mum's eyeballs will explode if she watches a second of this. Get ready to vomit, fucking come when you watch this episode, you fucking <laughs> cunt, um, and all this sort of stuff. And then the episode played, and it was just a bunch of naked people kind yeah, of the, having sex. The only yeah. shocking thing for me in that whole scene was the deep. That was the like the rest of it. I was like, I've, and even I've that seen... wasn't a shock because we've already yeah, that's, seen that. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like for me, it was kind of like, well, I've like you say, I, I'd agree with you actually, Nathan. With the whole desensitized things, like you know, I've seen sex scenes on TV. I've seen like orgies, like on like wow, yeah. wow, cool, great, <laughs> you yeah. know. Like, I don't. I don't think that's anything necessarily wrong with the episode as a whole. Cause no, because like there, the there were certain parts of it that I enjoyed. Like, well, I say enjoyed that I was like, oh my fucking god! Like when the guy shrunk himself, and you know that happened, and I was like, oh my god! Like. I think I think it would have gone like it would have been received better if they just shut up and played the episode. That's yes. that's what um, I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. So I, I liked I like the episode itself was good. Like I thought the fight between Homelander and the boys and that sort of stuff was was really good. Um, <clears> the <throat> trouble was the the way they just hyped it up constantly for a year. Yeah. Oh, and see, just I didn't know they hyped. Basically, that. yeah. Don't follow the boys' Twitter account because then. That's probably the worst thing you can do. Yeah. I, 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 when I first heard about this, right? So someone told me at the start of season three, oh, the boys, the boys in Vought International have got like quite a fun, engaged Twitter, and like they have a nice back and forth with their audience. I was yeah, like, it's like that a, sounds it's fun. Like a I like group it when role play. Yeah, and I like it. I like it when, um, well, yeah, I like it when when shows kind of have that back and forth. Like I like a bit of like nod and a wink on Twitter and stuff. I think it's fun. But when I when I I did go on it, I was just I was just what a lot of the times I've um, I have unfollowed them now. But I just a lot of the times I was watching, I was I was reading their tweets and stuff, and I was like, it, the people like role playing underneath it and stuff. I was like, this is embarrassing. Yeah. Like it's it's not like I wouldn't be caught dead on the comment section of that being like, oh, like justice for Homelander. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? It's just it's yeah. like what what some some of you guys need to get a life beyond the show. That being said, I think season three was like, no, no, no. But it, if you, no, if you like think... a show, don't engage with it, or Lawrence will bully. Well, no, no, but, think, but don't no. don't pretend to be someone like, oh, I was just in the crowd no, on Homelanders. I get landed. what you. I think I get what you're trying to say, Lawrence. Like with with, yeah. with, I think in terms of marketing the boys, the having the social media accounts where they act as though it is like a like I think seeing the tweets on like, oh, you know, Homelander stands against whatever. It's, I think that's yeah. that's quite cool. You know, they're interacting. It's a good marketing ploy, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, it does get a little bit cringe when you do see some yeah. people like. Do you know so you're, just, what... you're just an average person. <laughs> I feel like we've been very negative right off the bat there about the about the show, which is strange because I actually quite liked it. I liked the show yeah. quite a lot. Um, yeah. I wanted to was... get my grievances out of the way because, like I said, for the most part, I think this is like this is a this is one of. Like it's a very good example of like, I think prolonging your your TV show. Like this was the season that was promised uh, promised to do a lot of things, and a lot of people 
did get kind of jarred off by the i know nathan you you felt completely the opposite way of this but a lot of people got so like fucking wound up um by the fact that the ending kind of you know kind of reset the playing field and kind of didn't achieve much but it's, it's I, would, it, I would argue it, that it achieved quite a lot yeah yeah exactly and i think it achieved a hell of a lot and also sets the stakes even higher for a more threatening threat in season four yeah and yeah. The, and the boys that the boys are now in a position where they are just absolutely fucking on the back foot once again and i think it's it can be it, it, Do you it, know what, for, no. for a show that reset the status quo at the end of the season i think it's done a very good job of still keeping the season engaging with shit going on Do you know what it is though lawrence like i'm gonna touch on that before i forget the point with the whole like how the show is ended like kind of reset sort of thing it's like you know it just goes to show because I, I, I think they reiterated it in it i don't know who might have mentioned it but it's like them doing things the right way mm-hmm. isn't necessarily the successful way so they try and be a bit dirty they get their hands dirty they you know do what the bad guys are doing i guess you could essentially say and even then it still doesn't work out so like you say yeah. it's like they're back to square one now and it and it it is like you're always rooting for the good guy, but sometimes the good guy just doesn't win. Like it, it, we've seen it in real life. Sometimes there's probably people that you know in your life that have gotten X Y Z or in a position of X Y Z, and you think, "How have you fucking got there?" <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But it just happens. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes good karma goes to bad people. No, I think I think there's a there's an interesting quote from the showrunner that I like, uh, where he he does he mentions that uh, basically bad people will get their comeuppance in the show like people can't be completely terrible and just expect to get away with it and i think the show does really agree with that but it's also not black and white on who the the bad people are like butcher is technically quote-unquote no 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 it it does but also in a sense of like butcher is quote-unquote the protagonist on the on the side of the people trying to do good but he's a fucking dog shit (laughs) yeah he's a dog shit terrible person so at the end of it he gets his comeuppance in the form of a disease that has, has significantly reduced his life um like so the, I, I don't know i just think it's not it, yeah it, it's not very subtle in terms of like i'm pretty sure you'd have to be an idiot and there are idiots out there that don't understand that homelander is the bad guy um yeah. but also it's not quite as clear-cut as um like bad team bad good team good like butcher the leader of the good guys is one of the worst characters like one of the most despicable people on the show yeah so when you say the people are like having issues with the ending because it is apparently the same as the last season i don't get that because i don't think that's the case at all but please explain what they mean by that lawrence what as in you don't understand them or you don't understand my point i don't understand your point i don't understand their point like what are they saying what's the reaction Oh, uh, so basically, um, this season was very much promoted as like if you can look back at the trailers, the start, like the opening of the pilot episode of this uh, season. The trailers, fair. Um, yeah, it's probably a bad with this show as well. Um, yeah. The it was it was painted as the season that Homelander's gotta go. Basically, it was painted as as the as the finale to <clears throat> this season was gonna be Homelander dead. Yeah. Um, because of the fact that he was just becoming more and more unhinged. Basically, how this season ended was kind of how last season ended to an extent, where Homelander realises that he can just go off the deep end, and worst case scenario, he'll just kill everyone and it will be fine. 
Yeah, like he, he's he, he real. Is that last season though? No. So he was he was threatened. He had leverage put across him with the plane video. Um, yeah. And but he kind of it did kind of end with the understanding that like because they they walked away from it and the, the understanding was that the leverage was enough to get them out of the scenario alive. But yeah. my god, it was not going to hold up once once he realized that oh I don't actually give a fuck about people finding out about the plane video. He was just gonna, and that happened very early on this season. Yeah. He realized that. But that's that never... that's my point, though. That was all this season. That wasn't the end of last season. So it, no, it... no. But it was the so, the seeds were sown at the end of the last season. But anyway, my my point being, like, people had an issue with this because basically it was promoted as the show where home the the season where Homelander's got to die, and at the end of it, Homelander is as stronger as as strong as he's ever been, arguably completely unchecked in terms of his like power and resource. Mm. Um and basically the boys have never been more fucked as as the protagonists. I don't know about you guys, but I'm very fucking tired of the criticism <laughs> the the show was promoted this way, but it turned out to be something different. I don't yeah. care. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Don't give do a fuck. Do you know what? Watch yeah, do you know what? I, I I kind of agree with you there, Nathan, because you have like people are like, <clears throat> oh, trailers, they give too much away, or oh, that was boring, like I'm supposed to be excited for this. It's like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. That's why I, I I've got yeah. to If you go in dark every time, you'll always be surprised. Yeah. You may not like it, but at least yeah, you gave exactly. it a, like, I, go. I, I didn't watch the trailer for this season. I just knew it was coming out. Knew I enjoyed the last two seasons. Knew I would watch it, and I knew I knew obviously Homeland is unhinged. You know, I, I kind of knew what was going to happen. I didn't need to see the trailer. I've kind of gotten into a habit of not really watching trailers anymore because it's nice to just go in completely yeah, blind yeah. and for me i really did enjoy this season to be fair there was i think i think it's different for me maybe i don't know as a woman um things shocked me a little bit more maybe i don't know if that's okay. like me being sexist to myself but you know i think it's it's quite a... i was gonna say beth excuse me as a man beth i get i can get shocked as well no no okay. but i feel like <laughs> at least for me personally like I, I don't know i just feel like i can handle a lot what shocked you it, it, it's it's been a consistent running theme throughout the whole show so not just this season but like i still i still get shocked and affected by some of the violence that's in it because for me okay. I, I can handle a lot like i'm i'm a tough girl you know i get the period cramps what a little every soy month. Boy. like you know but it's still I don't know. It just I, sometimes I still gotta look away from the TV. It makes my body wince, like, and and I like that's that. Right. You know, I don't. don't it's right. a very violent show. It's yeah, very violent. It is, and that's why I'm shocked. I do enjoy it, if I'm honest with you, because you've you've to be to be fair though, you've always been like that. Like I remember, you couldn't watch Daredevil for that yeah. reason, could you? Yeah. Exactly. There was. was not that bad. No, but this. I uh, know. Oh, I could probably. I mean, a guy go literally decapitates someone with a car. But all right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> I, I've probably grown up. So that was quite a long time since then. I'd probably be able to sit through it and watch it. But like, yeah, I've always been that, like, not squeamish. Like, because I can handle a bit of blood. I can handle, you know, a broken bone. Like, uh, you know, I've been through that myself. Like, I'm not a wimp, but. It does push the boundaries. This show. It's, it's probably point. paired with the fact that sometimes it's quite intentionally shocking as well. Yeah, like and it a does. Lot of the it times does get you don't to me. know the deaths are coming. Yeah, you know? and I can't lie. Every time it does get to me, like every piece of shock value that they put into the show this season genuinely did shock me, and I enjoy it. Like although I don't like it because it's gross and it's disgusting, it's it's like a it's a, like a love hate relationship. Like I enjoy 
feeling this way because it's actually making me feel I like shows that make me feel something whether it's happiness sadness cringe like you know when I well, if that, I'm it's reacting that, it's that thing as well where like humans humans have that thing where like you drive past the car crash you don't want to know what's there but you'll always look yeah exactly like, like if I'm if I'm sat there on my sofa and I can't keep still because like you know I'm getting excited like when I was watching Stranger Things like my legs would be shaking in certain like heart racing scenes like and with this, if I'm like jumping up or like, you know, covering my mouth with my hand because I'm shot, like, I like that because it's actually making me feel something. Yeah. You're engaging with it, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, there's nothing better. There's, the, there's nothing better than having that because sometimes you do, like, you realize sometimes you finish a show or like you're, you're watching a show and you're like, that did, like, yeah, I might have enjoyed it on a surface level, but it did nothing for me. Like, yeah. it didn't make me feel anything. Yeah. And I wasn't, I clearly can't have been that invested in it, but yeah. No, I know what, you, I know what you're saying. Uh, so I think personally, I don't know about you guys, um, but in terms of, there's, there's a great cast of characters in this show. Um, lots of different arcs going on throughout the season. Obviously you've got Huey and Butcher becoming fucking uh, temp V addicts and shooting up. Um, you got Homelander going off the deep end. Um, you got everything going on with Soldier Boy and all that sort of stuff. Something that's not as immediately obvious, but looking back at it now, I kind of think it's probably the best arc of the season, um, just in terms of story anyway, um, and, and character development, was Kimiko's arc. Yes. Because uh, yeah. I think she actually had a, a great uh, arc throughout this season. I Literally, before you even said her name, I was thinking Kimiko. And Kimiko and Frenchie together, yeah. like as a, as yeah, a, as a duo. Because, like... I know they had that kiss, and for me, I don't... I mean, it, I'm happy wherever the show takes it, whether it's romantic or not, but for me, I quite like it not being a romantic relationship between the two of them, and, like, you know, skipping towards, obviously, the last episode, I think it was, where, you know, Kamiko's signing that, you know, he's her family. Like, I like that bond that yeah. they've got with each other, and, I, I you know, I... I'd prefer if they didn't take it down the romantic route because, you know, it takes me back to, you know, Eternals, Gilgamesh and um, Fina, like them two. I really, I love seeing, you know, it's probably because a lot of my best mates are also boys, like you two are considered my best boys, but I love seeing a, a close female and male you know, bond, friendship, like love, like a family. I love seeing that. And I, I like seeing them two together grow in this season. They I are a great Kim- pairing, yeah. But Kamiko, I'd say, has, has definitely had, I think, like she's gone through a lot this season. Yeah. I, th- yeah. I think I think even with the romantic element, because I, I kind of felt the same for a while, but I realised that this season, I actually really like them as a romantic pairing because it's not Yeah, that's why I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind a, if it went. It's still a very... Well, yeah, and it, but it's, but like, I think you can still hit your point as well as keep them as a romantic pairing because it's like, it's a very different kind of romance that you typically see in, especially in like superhero kind of shows and stuff. It's normally this all-encompassing love, whereas this, the the love that they portray for each other, I think, is so understated. But it's so clear how much they like. They obviously have a very deep affection for each other, but it's not like we need to get off with each other every five seconds. We we need a no, sex scene is, at least yeah, once in the season. Like pure... like, innocent just like unconditional love for each other yeah it's 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 like adoration yeah it's it's and it's very different and it's interesting that because the show is that's obviously an intentional choice because you look at how like huey and starlight's or huey and annie's like relationship is in the season like 
one of the first things Awful. you first, well yeah <laughs> well one of the first things you see from them is them like having a sex scene in bed because the show's got to remind you that they're a couple yeah um and like whereas whereas in this one like with um with um uh frenchie and kimiko it's it's the case of like I ne- because of the groundwork laid in seasons one and two and the conversations that you've heard them have, I never ever once like kind of forgot about them. D- does that make sense? Yeah, no, I, I completely yeah. get that. And I think for me, like I'm a big believer, romantic or not, I think everyone has soulmates out there in their life. And I say soulmates plural because like I say, I think you can have a soulmate as your love. I think I think best friends can also be your soulmates. Like you can be... And I, I feel like that's I feel like that's the relationship like level that both Kamiko and Frenchie are on now. I feel like they are yeah. soulmates, whether whether it be romantic or not. And that's why I say I don't mind if they go down the romantic route. I just you know, I quite I just quite like seeing them as like a like a family unit more than anything. Yeah. But I, I do like the route that they're going down with them regardless. Kamiko's story was r- really good throughout the season. I like how you know, it, she's always struggled with her powers and, you know, thinking she's, like, kind of a, a, a monster, really, because of them and because of what she can do. She doesn't like just being a weapon for Butcher uh, and all that sort of stuff. Someone that he can just point and shoot and go do what he needs to do. Um, yeah. So so it was good to see that continue on. But then when she lost her powers, just how fucking happy she was about it and how she, yeah. like, she like, finally could do what she wanted and just live a normal life. With Frenchie, got a fucking what I assume is France, and just fucking I don't know, do coke or whatever for the rest of their lives in in peace, um, which which I'm sure is a great life for them. Um, but but then like the the moment where she she actually asks, uh, I'm skipping ahead just a little bit, but where, where she asks Annie to go get her some V again so she can get her powers, and then it's a little later that we we find out her reasoning for that and her saying that this time it's her choice to do it. So that yeah. she can be stronger and all I, that sort of stuff. I think, I that, think that was a. Uh... Sorry, go on, Beth. No, I'm I'm just agreeing with you because I I feel like that maybe correct me if I'm wrong because I haven't seen it obviously in a long time. But she didn't have powers when she was with her brother, did she? Uh, n- no, I think she did. She was she was didn't she get powers when she was um kidnapped? She and yeah, she no she yeah so she was trafficked uh, by a terrorist organization that. Uh, basically trafficked a bunch of people being two of them being her and her brother um, yeah but and, I think what Beth I think what Beth is saying though she didn't have powers like when she was younger with her brother oh yeah no no yeah, yeah what, what I'm trying to say because I feel like it <clears throat> might stem this might you know stem get my words out sorry my brain's farted I think that a feeling might have come from her, like you say, when she was younger with her brother, she felt like she couldn't really protect him as well. And then when that happened with Frenchie, obviously, where she was technically human again, I think part of that maybe would have, for for me, it would have crossed my mind. I think I'm in this position again where I can't protect the person that I love. And if I did have these powers it would help so in in her times she's like i want to i want to use my powers for good technically she doesn't have to ever really use her powers if she doesn't want to because it's not like you know it's just what like superhuman strength and she can like fight and shit she's yeah she's she's like invulnerable to damage yeah um and she's got like basically wolverine so on on the surface though she's normal right (laughs) apart from all of his powers 
No, but like as in Wolverine's like basic level, like you know, you shoot him in the head, he's just gonna come back up. Like you, you know, he can slash, she can slash you to fucking pieces. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, on, on, but on a surface level, she's normal, right? So she could still have her powers, but not use them. But on her terms, like you say, not be Butcher's weapon anymore, but use well, that, them in a that position was like... where she can protect who she loves. That... That was like that. One of my favorite scenes in this entire thing was when uh, little Nina did capture Frenchie and was like, basically, this person or Kimiko is going to get shot in the head now uh, unless you do something. Uh, or no, you have to choose which one. Yeah. And I love the main because that's when Kimiko is has not got her powers. Um, obviously, otherwise she probably just wouldn't be in that scenario. Yeah. But I love the scene after she like she brutally murders two dudes. Um. And I love the realization there that she realizes, you know, it's not the powers don't make me a monster, and these these aren't monstrous acts; they are acts of love and defense for the person that need that I want to protect. Yeah. Um. And it's and it, yeah, it's I, like you said. I, I think one of her arcs is well, her her arc in this season is just like fantastic. Yeah. Really, really good. And considering you know she never speaks a word, I love it. Yeah, it's like it's such a powerhouse like performance, yeah. and she mostly communicates. Well, she pretty much exclusively, apart from a few like kind of dream esque sequences, almost exclusively like just uses sign. Yeah. And I think that's it. One, it's a, like an amazing choice, and two, how her and Frenchie can still be like so kind of like <laughs> enchanting yeah, to watch it, on the screen. It just shows um, just because you're. Um... You know, just because you're mute or whatever or deaf or whatever doesn't mean that you don't feel these emotions or like, and I think it helps as well. The actress, like she's very good. Like I can feel like through her face, the she's very good at portraying the emotions that, that Kamiko's yeah. going through at that moment. So I do like, I don't know if the actress is actually like deaf or anything. Uh, I don't believe so. I don't think no, she she's is. not deaf. She's just mute. The but, actual uh, actress, Kimiko, no, no, just Kamiko. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I know Kamiko's not deaf because she can obviously yeah, hear. Yeah, I don't. I'm I don't saying. think the actress. I don't think the actress has a disability. I don't think. Okay. I wonder how people would have yeah. reacted to that. I think it's fine. I think. I think. I think the performance is very clearly in favour of. It's not like demeaning. It's not degrading, and it's not offensive. Yeah. 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 That's fair enough. I'm also down bad for her. Anyway, <laughs> um, so <laughs> I when I started this season. Um, I, 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 I know as I said earlier, like the voice is always constantly reminding you how edgy it is. But for a moment, I did forget how edgy it was, and I was, and when I started it, I, I made myself a nice little lunch, and I thought, oh, the boys have started. I'll watch I the boys, and I'll have my never lunch. Eat. I'll have. Well, you see, Beth, that's the thing. I forgot. I forgot. Oh. So I had my nice little sandwich, and I was here. I'm, oh, I'm gonna eat my sandwich. I'm gonna watch oh. the boys. It's gonna be a lovely experience. Now I'm staring at a fucking giant penis and a little <laughs> man running through it, and I'm like, well, I don't want to eat that anymore, do I? <laughs> yeah. um, I think it, I think that's more on you for the bold choice to eat that's, your lunch whilst whilst watching the that's opening 100% scene. That's hundred percent what I just said. You did. Yeah. It, honestly, yeah. I learned very quickly that I will never watch the boys when it's breakfast time, lunch time, dinner time. If I'm eating anything. I'm not watching that show because I will just hurl it back up. Yeah, yeah. Still, yeah. scene is uh, home to one of the boys' most iconic quotes, uh, with Frenchie uh, screaming, "He's trying to get in my ass." <laughs> uh, which all time, all time, like top ten line. Um, my, me and Nathan frequently, uh, just for some reason, randomly just. Holy shit! This fucking lamplighter! This lamplighter! I love, um, I love his friend. Yeah, I love the French accent so much. It's like, is he is he French in, in real life? The actor? 
No idea. If he's not, Cause he's Because I, I feel like that's, great. like... I feel like in keeping with the boys' theme, that's also an exaggerated accent. Um, uh, even if he is I French, think I think he's is. putting it on a smidge. I don't think that's... No, Let I think see. that's quite normal. But so I... Ethan is, is Israeli. Um... Maybe it's the things that he's saying that makes me think. Like, it's not often I hear a French person screaming about a small man entering their ass. Yeah, exactly. But how often are you interacting with French people? Every. Day, I, do you day, know what? Day. Speaking of French as well, like another line that just the amount of people in that episode that was like, oh, Frenchie's going to hate mm. that he's missed this. Like, pretty much yeah. every single person said it. Just, like, just, separately. just the inclination that Frenchie is just a down freak yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Just loves it, like yeah. it's like you hear it like you'd hear butcher say oh he's gonna miss this and you're like oh you know that's jokes yeah and then again yeah. you hear mm say oh, and then you hear someone else say and you're like damn this man's down man. <laughs> speaking of mm what an absolute wet lettuce of a bloke oh his i love him partner no oh. mm's great but his partner Oh, Todd. Uh, has remarried with a, an absolute wet lettuce of a human being. Yeah. Yeah. Just the the worst character is the... Well, not the worst character, but a pretty fucking bad character. When I rewatched it over the weekend, because I did, I rewatched the entire show over the weekend, nice. Um, I saw... It's, it's quite subtle at first, the way, like, his progression plays out, because... Well, I say it so. The first time you see him, he's literally in a fucking Homelander. He's, yeah, he's in a full head-to-toe Homelander <laughs> costume. <laughs> yeah, but it's still, like, he's not like a, he's not a brainwashing though. Not, not necessarily that. I think he's always been from the moment we see him. I think he's always been a, a fucking a fuckhead for her Homelander. But the way it's like revealed to us is yeah. Is well, it's, is, he's is at like a burn. children's birthday party. You're led to believe that he's it's yeah. for the kids. Whereas... Exactly, he's just dressed up. He's just getting involved. Yeah, sure, it's a little weird, a bit of a red flag. But let's let's move on. I think exactly. I think the question. I think the question. I'd be curious if you asked yourself this, Nathan, on the rewatch. Now that you know where his character ends up is. Did he buy the costume for the party, or did he have the costume? He a hundred percent had the costume already, and I think, and I think that's what like, like say what you want about the yeah. lack of subtlety in the boys. I think it does stuff like that really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah kind of. Um, it does. <laughs> um, but then when you <laughs> when you see him at the end, and he's just full on, let me suck your dick, Homelander. Um, it's he's it's it's bad because like there's. <laughs> Like uh, it, no, I get what you. I think I get what you're trying to say. Because for me, in my head, it's like, yes, he's a parental figure in. Is it Janine in her life? And you know, he wants to be actively involved. And I, I you know, I like seeing step parents actually, you know, take. Because when you know, when you're with someone and they have a kid, you're with both of them. You're not just with the person. I'm sorry, that's not how it works. Um, so I get that he wants to be involved, but at the end of the, like, you're not her dad. And if if the dad has said. I don't want my child going to a Homelander rally. I'm sorry, but you listen to him. Yeah, because it's not it's, your child. It's, it's a very, it's a very intentional choice as well that he's like, yeah, a and it, it, white it's dude crossing against, boundaries like... in the adult level of like a, a healthy co-parenting relationship between MM, the ex misses and the new partner. Like, it needs to be a healthy relationship for the sake of the child. And if if MM and Todd are fighting. You know, it, 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 I just know your place. Like you're there. You, yeah. You know, you, you be a good stepdad, but that's all you are. You're a stepdad. 
dad. You know, the dad's still in the life. Yeah, yeah. I think there's part and parcel to that. I think you can agree and disagree with that. Well, no, but um, if I'm speaking from, like, personal experience, like, uh, my stepdad is my stepdad, right? Like, but like, he's my dad because he's a, a father figure in my life. Whereas from Janine's point of view, her dad is still very much actively involved, is what I'm trying to say. I think if he was a deadbeat, it's different. But where MM is yeah. involved... I think he should but, have... But there's, but there's an argument to be made in the show that at the start of it, he's not in that involved. There is there is that argument to be made because he, he like he notices towards the end of the show where he starts he starts gravitating back towards his family and saying, no, there are some... Because like, obviously he suffers from OCD and everything like that and he puts his, you know, he puts his revenge plot uh, against Soldier Boy at the forefront and, and I think he learns the lesson to be more present for his family um, I don't think he's ever a bad character for that. Like, I think it's a really, really compelling arc, and he obviously is it's still very clearly the good parental figure in the in the relationship out of the two options. Yeah, like I, I don't um, think he's a bad dad. I just think he makes bad decisions sometimes, and and in that in, in and in that point, I just don't think. I just yeah. Don't. But yeah, but he makes he makes the bad decisions because of how he suffers with his condition. Yeah. Like it's a case of I think I and I think that's why it's so good. You can't point at the character and say you know, poor choices because they're not coming from yeah, you know, like a thought his a thought process that a is lot, a yeah. lot more reasons than say other yeah, characters' exactly. actions in the show. What I was trying to say like about 30 minutes ago was that <laughs> with Todd it's difficult because my issue with it, this isn't necessarily like all what everything you said, great points. Really like all the stuff about MM and stepdads and all that sort of stuff. I wasn't talking about that. What I was trying to say <laughs> was um, that like it's it's difficult and it's 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 scary because he's a real person though. He's not a supervillain who can fucking laser you in the street. He's not yeah. a hypothetical person who doesn't exist. He's John from down the road. He does exist, and he's someone who allows the Homelanders and the Trumps and the whoever else of the world to. Uh, to he's he's the one who enables them, and yeah. then makes them feel like they are unchanged, and then can do anything. And that's yeah. why he's a, a a dangerous and terrifying character, even though he is a wet lettuce. Well, yeah, like he's he's not even remotely a threat, but the when you when you gather a group of you know twenty thirty of them and you know give them a fucking couple of guns or something, they're suddenly a very big threat. Like he's he's the embodiment of a mindset that is extremely dangerous, and as with the boys, uh, always is very relevant to America in the current day. Yeah, no, I speak. So obviously, we've seen a lot of the um, characters and their development. You know, we've seen a bit. It's been quite balanced, I would say. You know, we've had a bit more of Noir. We've had, obviously, A-Train. Um, I wouldn't say we've had as much of Deep, maybe, this season, because we did last season, I think. But There was a lot of Deep in quite season a lot of deep. Yeah, but... Too much, if I'm being but, honest. But if, if we're going to um, look at other characters that, you know, that just aren't the main cast, like, we've had a bit more with Ryan. And I do want to talk about him. And... Who sucks Ryan? The kid. Right. Homelander's uh, son or Butcher's son. Uh, whatever so, way you want to look at it. I, I don't like that kid. Fuck that so, kid. No, Keep right. So before, before you guys start your opinions and <laughs> trashing a kid, how how old is he yeah. in this, do we think? Like 11, 12? Old enough to die. I, okay, right. So, seems like they're trying to say he's like 
like yeah 12 13 yeah but... so one thing you uh, before you start bashing and one thing you've got to remember is he is a child right he's not a normal child by any means he's he's been shielded pretty much most of his life hiding away with his mother he then had to watch his mother die or well, i think he killed her right accidentally he killed his mother yeah, yeah. His, so his, he killed his, his eye blast her. like he killed this, claire this kid is like fucking love the word traumacy right trauma 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 everywhere for this boy piled on top of the fact that his dad is clearly unhinged and easily an easy manipulator like look at what he's doing to the nation you know like you say the people who are still cheering him on after everything what makes you think that he would not be able to get into the mind of a 12-year-old boy, right, who's actually his kid, you know, who this boy wants a parental figure because he's lost his mum? I'd be inclined to agree with you more if I didn't think that the connection between Ryan and Homelander is almost always entirely down to just chance happenings. Like, Ryan goes down the path of siding more with Homelander because Butcher was a dick to him and Butcher pushed yeah. him away. Homelander, there wasn't really a moment where Homelander was... I agree yeah, that he's like a he master manipulator. Love, but that's, that's, but he's, you, no, but he, he coerces... He doesn't... He, there's no, like, specific scene where he coerces Ryan into anything. Like, he doesn't... He's not, you know, like, fucking Littlefinger in... No, actually, that's... A, like, <laughs> I get what you're I'm saying. talking about the character Peter Baelish from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Littlefinger. Uh, but I realise I should not use the phrase Homelander is not Littlefingering <laughs> his son. Um, <laughs> so, no, I, I don't think there was any moment... I don't think you can credit that to Homelander and his manipulation. I think you can credit it to Ryan not having, um, yeah, I guess not having love. a concrete figure that raises him. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair point actually. And now that you but he's still it. a bitch. Nathan, how are you vibing with Ryan? I I hope he dies. Um, so <laughs> I don't like Ryan. I I don't like Ryan at all. Nothing against the actor. I, it just he fucking annoys me. Yeah. His, his voice is too high. Um, when he's talking at Butcher, I'm like, oh, you're so annoying. Just die. <laughs> Um, this is very mean of me. I don't you like know what kids? Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> no, I don't like it. No, saying he... that, I loved Leia in the Star Wars, but you know, everyone I should kids. say, I love the Stranger Things kids. They're all great. I just don't like this kid. He's a little shit. Um, he killed Claire. Fuck that guy. Um, Who is Claire? It's Rebecca. His mum. It's Becca. Becca. Oh, no, sorry. She's she's in another show I watch, and she's called Claire. So I thought that might have been that. I thought, I thought it was going to be something. I thought you called her Claire by accident, and I didn't. I let it slide no. the first time. I was like, "You called her Claire again. I cannot let this go." She's <laughs> Claire Baldwin for all mankind. Okay. Um. Oh, anyway, okay. it's um. Yeah, I don't like him. I agree with you, Lawrence. I don't think Homelander at any point was manipulating Ryan. Um. It is more just the fact that. Butcher let Ryan down. Butcher wasn't yeah. the parental figure that he wanted. Um, and he then, made the same mistake. Oh, here's 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 Homelander. Now this guy is my parental figure. This it's it's more just fill in the gap which which Butcher didn't provide because yeah, a kid that just instincts, wants to be loved. Exactly. Yeah, Butcher's instinct is for for right or wrong, for better or worse, is to push people away because he can't handle it. Yeah, which um, we yeah, evidently and, and saw in the that's last. That's what he did. Yeah, exactly. And we saw that. Yeah. With the flashbacks. Uh, I, I think. I think. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's clever writing. Like I about those flashbacks, that... the bear. <laughs> yeah, I. Th- I think it's clever writing with with Ryan. I just don't think that they they really 
the writing is never in service of Ryan, therefore I couldn't give a fuck about him. It's yeah, always, it's, it's it's always, always how he relates to other characters. Yeah, and... it's always to tell me more about Becca, Homelander, or Butcher. Like, it's yeah. quite nothing else. Do you reckon Claire, we'll see yeah. more of Ryan then next season, do you think? Oh, I think yeah. he's going to be a big part. He's going to be fucking Homelander Jr. It wouldn't surprise me if, like, we opened up and he's got, like, a fucking identical costume and he's, like, his sidekick or some shit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, so. speaking on that, then, how do you how do you think that will tie in with the whole? Obviously, um, we know that the the family isn't just Homelander and Ryan. We know it now, but it extends to Soldier Boy. Spoilers, spoilers. Um, but how do we think that's going to play out? Do we think maybe it's going to be a father and son on a mission to get Grandpa back? Like, because well, we know he's not. No, dead. I think we're mostly done with Soldier Boy. Think. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know he's. I know he's not dead, but I think we're mostly done with Soldier Boy. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon he'll come. He'll come back, he'll come back when they need a wild gun, but they, they they're not gonna. They're not. I don't think they'd have gone through that much no, trouble. No, he's him someone down to take away powers, isn't he? So like, when they need him in the future. I, I don't know. I think I think it's very likely that they'll depower Ryan and take out Homelander, and then Ryan will just end up hating Butcher. Because Butcher's not Butcher's now on the clock, and he's not a character that's worthy of a redemption. I don't think you can redeem Butcher. No, I, I think th- they'll find a way to. I think they'll find a way to get around Butcher's him. death. I think not necessarily that. I just think he'll survive um, oh. his cancer somehow. They'll have like a Vault invented cancer, but they didn't. Uh, Vault, uh, <laughs> sorry, Vault cured cancer, but they didn't sell the cure because. It's it's you know it's more profitable to sell the treatment than the cure, um, yeah. or some bullshit like that. Something they'll do, some subtle nod at capitalism. Um, and he and he break I, in and be like, take this temp chemo, and it's like super chemo that just eradicates all the cells, or something. And then a rat will jump out of his ass or whatever. Um, yeah, it will be an absolute hail mary. Were we shocked about that revelation um, of the temp V being fatal, or did we kind of expect that? No, nah, there's got there's got to be Not consequences. Really. Yeah, something was gonna go wrong. Yeah, so I think I think the the whole thing with like MM and Butcher, it was basically a case of you should never like compromise your integrity like that. The whole point they do what they do is so that no one's supposed to have that power. Um, and I think it would be it kind of would be pretty weird if the show was just like, oh yeah, no, it was totally fine the whole time. Like you can just keep keep taking that. And also, I think the show would be really stupid to invent a permanent solution that would just enable everyone to just be able to fight anyone like half the the one of like the most interesting elements of butcher and homelander's relationship is the fact that if homelander throws one punch he's dead i think we're done with temp v i think we're done with soldier boy i don't think any of that's making an appearance in next season that's just me i could be wrong but that's just how i see it do you know Um, all right we there's sorry i just want to make one point um, no, for you guys, because I know obviously there was a lot of um, shocking revelations. Obviously, characters. I feel like for me, one of the uh, I really like Maeve, and I think for me, she's been through a lot of shit. Like, I don't think she's perfect, but I feel like she's been dealt some very bad cards. And there was a lot of shocking things in the show. But as a, as a, I'm going back to the point, as a woman. There was that one scene where obviously she's trapped with Homelander and the way he said he was keeping her alive for her eggs. And for me, like the disgust that I felt in my heart, like I was just that it, I, I think for me, that was the most disgusting part in the whole season. Do you, do you have like a, 
a part that would stick out for you in this in this whole season um anything that like stands out that that you'd want to like not touch on again <laughs> that was pretty grim i agree with you and what you're saying it was it was pretty fucking horrific moment um there and fucking terrifying for me i imagine as well yeah um not 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 necessarily the same sort of thing in the way you're coming at it beth but the a moment which i i, and I think i said this to lawrence the moment which i found the most horrific of this season and we've already briefly discussed it, it is it is the ending moment where homelander yeah. kills that guy uh with ryan um just because then that that is it's it's not you know it's not scary it's nothing compared to like what shit we've seen in the boys it's just another fucking day but it's the fact that it's 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 now like Homelander's chains being taken off and it's now the fact that he realizes that he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, would you say that your feeling was maybe amplified by seeing how people reacted to that as well? Yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. that's that's why it's horrific because oh. of the reaction to yeah. it, because the crowd's cheering um, and everything like that. Um, so yeah, it's just it's it's you just fucked. know it's fucked from that point. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah, now he's he's completely off the rails, and like they can they can release the fucking plane video now, and what's he gonna do? Absolutely fuck all. They don't care. The his fans don't care. They'll just say. Yeah, he was having a bad day or, or whatever. Like, there, there'll be something else. It, it does not mean shit. Yeah. They, they can yeah. release that and it will have no fucking consequences whatsoever. I so. I think I think the one of the... I don't think it's the most impactful moment, but it's definitely one that I really liked. Um, and it kind of speaks to a little bit more stuff on the ending as well. Um, was the moment where uh, Homelander and what remains of the Seven... He's just, he's just murdered Black Noir. Um, and he's sitting in front of Ashley... Um, the deep and a train yeah um, and they're like the the sole members left of the seven the seven and he basically just belittles all of them says that they're like less than shit on a shoe um oh like, that scene where he I tells ashley to take her wig off and i was like oh. yeah and i don't don't get me wrong ashley did one redeeming thing in this season but fuck her into the sun like, yeah her, yeah her character can die i don't Kill give a her shit as well yeah, yeah, she, she, she's definitely. We don't, we don't allow enablers in this household. Exactly. Um, yeah, and I, I liked. Um, yeah, I, I just, I just love that scene where he's like, it's terrifying. Yeah. Like to have a man with that much power have so much control over your day to day. Like it's one thing to be a citizen and think that the threat of Homelander is out there and that is fucking horrific and scary. It's another thing to be openly his enemy, but still have. <laughs> some method of fighting him or like like Maeve could still hold her own to a degree but it's an entirely other thing to be sat across from someone who knows you personally controls your like day-to-day life as well as your job and knows also everything that you can do see everything because i forgot that um homeland like, oh, he hearing. could see through noir's no 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 through noir's mask i completely forgot that he had that ability and when he was saying like i can see you i was like fuck like yeah. y- you know, he'd think he's safe under that mask, you know, but he's not. Yeah. <laughs> and that part, I was well, like, that, shit, that... he's powerful. Yeah, it's when it's when that it's, that is that moment when you realise that Homelander virtually has no weakness. Yeah. <laughs> like, and and that's that's why I love that moment because he ba- he just calls the deep over and and obviously we find out what he says to him in terms of like go and basically murder the the candidate for vice president. Yeah. Um. 
but like it's just the fact that he's like there's only like literally one thing you could do for me go and murder that person i it's the fact that that's an afternoon for homelander but wait, 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 deliberately wait, 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 wait. sorry 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 um this is just me being dumb who was it that the deep killed i missed that the vice president the, um yeah, he no, killed so the, the vice president. Well, the candidate. No, no, no. The the candidate for the the person who was about to be announced as the as the choice for vice president to the guy that was pretty much nailed on to be the next president. All right, that confused me, and so and that's because AOC, not sorry, not AOC. Yeah, <laughs> not AOC. Yeah, yeah. It's because yeah, okay. it's because Homelander wants her in that position. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, and yeah. So that was just was, the main thing that got me about that is the fact that it's like. That it would be so effortless for home, uh, effortless for Homelander to just go and do that himself, but he just wants to exercise the control and make the deep go and kill someone. Yeah, because he's yeah. like just a, that much of a prick. Yeah, yeah. I um thinking about this whole presidential thing. I I think eventually I don't know I don't know if it would work because I think he's also going to die next season, but I think he might become president at one point. Yeah, Home- I think it's likely. Homelander. Do you yeah. think like so? Speaking of Homelander, obviously he he's got to die basically because there's no there's no way that you know unless the show is going to go to shit and it's just going to be about him being in power. Like he's got to die. Um, obviously, they thought that Soldier Boy would be the one to kill him. Do you think we will get introduced to maybe a new character um, or a new superhero that will be able to do this? Do you nah. think it will be a weapon? Or, my theory, do you think... Because surely not, not AOC. Um, she can make people's heads pop. Can she not do that with Homelander? Maybe. There's a... There's yeah, there's some conversation about how, um, like he he says like give it a go. I honestly don't know what would happen. I think she's terrified to try. In yeah, the instance it doesn't work, and she's she'll be dead in a second. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. So I'm like, will she, will she be a big play in a part? Because her power is very powerful as well. Like look at how she took out Ooh. all of those people. Mm. Who was the chick from um? season two who was in that like prison or whatever and then at the end of season two she was like oh i'm free i'm gonna be there next season but then she just wasn't who was she yeah. what was her power the bald girl it, it was it was the same thing it was exploding shit but yeah um yeah i think i think not aoc's power is exclusively head popping i think her power was popping anything yeah because we saw well, she needed her eyes open because we saw didn't we when she had that fight with that guy she like popped his hand or something like that but then she yeah. couldn't do it if her eyes were covered oh true true yeah that's true why don't she pop these bottles of champagne um so we need to wrap up yes um yes we we've do. been going a very long time yeah um and i'm very girls. hungry Yes, exactly. Um, there's still a lot we haven't discussed, though. So just quick thoughts, very quick thoughts. One sentence or less. Uh, Black Noir, for me, wasted this season. Beth? Yeah, uh, potential he had. Swap his ending for Maeve's. Done. Fixed. Great. Um, A-Train, best joke of the series, the K- Pepsi commercial. Uh, I think it was the Imagine video. Okay, I mean, I meant more. That was my thing about A Train, but okay, short sure, roll uh, with that. Oh, Beth, yeah, bro needs to get in touch with his black community, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, there we go. Okay, a very, um, a very sensible thing for a white woman to say. Yeah, uh. um, Huey and uh, Annie's relationship, awful, god awful. Um, started off liking it, grow to hate it during this season. To- yep. Toxic masculinity. Yep, grow up, Huey, you virgin. Yeah. Um, Huey simply looked to Frenchie for being protected by a bad bitch. 
Um, all right, that was the show. Um, now I believe we have a question to answer. Right, as is standard, I'll recap uh, the question. Question was uh, basically long and short of it is uh, you can live for a very long time and have a dog shit useless power, pointless to have, um, but it will be you know that you you still have it, um, uh, or you can live for a significantly shorter time. We said we you know you top out around the seventy mark. That's as most you're gonna get uh, with a great power. Right. So I will t- absolutely take the shorter lifespan any day. Yeah. Fair enough. Do you know what, Nathan? I would agree with you. And my yeah. reasoning, um, I've got two reasons. One, why the fuck would anyone want to live longer than 60 years anyway? I've always said, like, the, Same. The, I think the Earth's in the bin. You know, <laughs> we need to do something about <laughs> You guys are so change. pessimistic. Man. I, I am. No, but, yeah. yeah. And then my second reason. Fucking look at what happened over these past few days. Yeah. You want another fucking 30 years of this? Not yeah, me. nah. And then my second reason is because you might agree with me, Nathan, the only reason why I would want to live longer if I had the opportunity to would be so I could see the world. And if I had a sick power like teleportation, I could probably do that in a year. So, yeah. I've always said, whenever the question comes up, what superpower do you want? My immediate answer is always teleportation. Yeah, I'm with you it's there, Nathan. the only correct answer. Yep, I exactly. agree with you. That is Hopefully, true. I don't lose all my clothes every time I do it, because that does put a wrinkle in the works, if I'm being honest. Yeah. That's that's something I had not considered. Yeah, if I'm go- like if I'm going to the Maldives for like a week or two, I want to be able to take my suitcase with me. Yes. Yes, exactly. That's what I want. It also the the way Huey's Smart. power, Huey's teleportation power, also doesn't make sense as well because like his clothes are teleporting, and the reason his clothes are sorry, his clothes are not teleporting, which is obviously because he has the power to teleport, not his clothes. But then, why does the person he touches teleport? Why can with he him teleport well? people? Exactly. But you also would say naked. you would say because they're touching him, but so were his clothes. So it. Yeah, checkmate, atheists. Anyway, um, that <laughs> is the show. Lawrence, what a terrible question. Do better next week when we're discussing this. Can you tell me? You'll never forget. Sophie, Your father. What? <laughs> Typical, you wait 20 years for a dad and then three come along at once. Okay, great. Uh, thank you for listening, bringing me your ears to this podcast. Leave us a review on uh, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you do it. Um, follow us on social media at Another Happy Pod. Hope you all had fun. Drive safely. Get home uh, safe. And to play us out, here is Soldier Boy. Fab Five Freddy told me everybody's fly. DJ spinning, I said my my. Flash is fast, flash is cool. Francois Sapar, flash ain't no dude, and you don't stop. Sure shot, go out to the parking lot. And you get in your car and you drive real far and you drive all night, then you see a light. It comes right down and lands on the ground and out comes a man from Mars. And you try to run, but he's got a gun. And he shoots you dead and he eats your head and then you're in the man from Mars. And you go out at night, eating cars, you eat Cadillacs, Lincolns too. Curies and Subaru, and you don't stop. You keep on eating cars. Then, when there's no more cars, you go out at night and eat up bars where the people meet. Face to
to face. Dance cheek to cheek, one to one, man to man, dance toe to toe, don't move too slow, cause the man from Mars is through with cars. He's eating bars, yeah, wall to wall, door to door, hall to hall, he's gonna eat them all. Rapture, be pure, take a tour through the sewer, don't strain your brain, paint a train, you'll be singing in the rain. I said don't stop to punk rock. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.